TNT Talk College Sports. What would you do or give for a win at Arkansas? Here are some of your responses. Feel free to chime in, you guys, when you hear these. Uh, Tyler Gregory says, I would shave my head for a BYU win. That for I, listen for a guy to say that that's not a big deal. I don't know. Did right? we did I mean, we see going into winter? Did did we yeah, see Tyler? Well, wait wait wait. True. Did but we see beanie. did we see Tyler's head? Does he have a full head of hair? Because if he doesn't, he is, does. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then maybe that's I a big he deal. He has a full head of hair. Welcome to B and T Talk College Sports. I'm your host T. I'm here with B. What's up, B? How are you doing? I'm doing all right. It is a bummer to to sort of be the inferior. Ben on the podcast today. Oh, what an introduction for none other than our buddy, who's also B. We might call him Triple B. Hey, it's, <laughs> it's Ben Fogg, and also uh, we'll we'll put the like maybe we'll put the like explicit marker yeah. like on this podcast episode because yeah. this is Big Booty Ben. It is welcome. <laughs> Give us a round of applause for Big Booty Ben. Thank you. Thank you. That was actually one of my questions. That I was what is like the rating on this podcast because I might need to trim back the language. <laughs> I get pretty pretty emotional about BYU. Yeah, yeah. Just speak your just just speak your mind. Yeah. You know? uh, speak your minds. Yeah. Uh, we're not just gonna go off thing. <laughs> just yeah, we, we're we're all pretty emotional. So yeah, uh, Ben uh, Ben Fogg is uh, one of our good buddies here. Um, also, big BYU football fan, but also a Boston Red Sox fan. Indeed, uh, you a Patriots fan? I mean, like I just pay attention to the NFL. I'm not not a big Patriots guy. Okay, yeah. but Red Sox fan. Definitely Red Sox, Celtics. You know. Okay, Boston guy, BYU. Okay, so but we're not here to talk about the Celtics nor the Red Sox. We're going to talk a lot of BYU football. Um, mm-hmm. Well, we'll 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 start off with this. With a recap of this past week, um, this past weekend, because honestly, nothing really big. I'm trying to think. There was obviously Colorado. Colorado State was a lot closer than I think people expected. It was. I saw online on Twitter on excuse me on X. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, by the way, Elon Musk is going to have everyone, all users, pay for X now. So, thank you. Thank you, Elon. Richest man in the world needs more money. So, yes, he does. Uh, I saw it. Again, I don't know how true it is. It's probably true to some extent that it's the most viewed. It was the most viewed college football game since, I believe, 2011. Now, granted, even if that's not the case, it was uh, still a lot of people watched it. So, um, but, yeah, I was really hoping uh, Colorado State would pull that one out just because the media would have – would have lost their mind because they're sweet, sweet Colorado Buffaloes. Um, they they couldn't hype it up anymore. I don't I don't I don't know if it's that though. I think it's just the media hypes up Colorado because everyone has an opinion. You know, I don't think the media is biased. Some it, some are, but I don't think it's like everyone loves Colorado as much as they're like we know what gets the people going. Yeah, you know, like and we know that's. Deion Sanders, but yeah, that that was a game. I, I thought it. It let's just talk about that because we're talking about it. So first of all, I can we shout out former BYU tight end Dallin Holker? They had a great game for Colorado he State. Did. He did. Um, and they Colorado State. So they lost to. They got they lost pretty good, pretty badly week one to uh, Washington State. Yeah. 
Washington State, but Washington State's good. Washington team. State's good. Colorado State, they are impressive. Their offense, mm-hmm. that was impressive. They but, got up for this game. I think it was, uh, you know, as they say, quote-unquote, it's personal. Like, I think there was, like, there's the real rivalry aspect has been brought back into Colorado, Colorado State. So it'd be fun if, like, Colorado State got, like, good. Because that'd be, like, a super fun rivalry yeah. if they were both good. Colorado's good, but. We'll see how long that lasts. The Pac-12 is legit. They're pretty good. Pac-12 is legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying they're great. I'm just saying they're pretty good. Uh, Big Booty, thoughts? I think that the stuff that the coach said before the game was pretty interesting. I think that definitely added some good fuel to the fire, made it a must-see television experience. Yes, yeah, for sure. Almost too good. Almost as if the NFL script writers... (laughs) Worked overtime. They're like, they're like, please, they're like, please say something <laughs> like disrespectful, <laughs> so there can be some narrative behind this. But uh, uh, to the football like aspect of this thing, Travis Hunter got knocked out relatively early on a what was a pretty dirty hit. Being being frank, and he's going to be out a few weeks. But uh, Shadur Sanders is he's a really good quarterback. So if nothing else, he's really good. So I think he just the fact that they were able to come back just says a lot about him. He's very good. Colorado has good offense. I still have question marks about their defense. Yeah, their defense isn't that great. There, but it's kind of a, like a classic Big Twelve almost. But yeah, yeah, which would make sense because Colorado because they're a classic Big Twelve. Yeah. Former and future Big Twelve member. Wow, man, who would have thought? But. Right, that was a big game, big highliner. Um, yeah, yeah. Headliner, headliner. Oh, that's all that's happening. Oh, yeah, that's that's really. Uh, oh wait, no, I, I thought of one. No, yeah. Georgia Tech only lost by twenty five this past week. <laughs> they're, they're back. <laughs> Good to know. We're so grateful we have you Georgia on. Tech is not Georgia Tech is not back until they have either Calvin Johnson <laughs> or the triple option. And or the Russell jerseys, the Russell uniforms. That's that's a good third. Those yeah. three. Any of those. If they three. don't have those, I don't care. Um, and that's <laughs> why people listen to this podcast. <laughs> no, yes. They want to know what the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets are up to, and we are here to provide that information. Speaking so. of of Russell and Georgia Tech, should we just talk about the BYU Arkansas? <laughs> I wanted to because I know that that's going to be the meat of this t- of today's episode. Oh, so did you want to get the other things? Out I, of I, was, I was trying to uh, see. Alabama looked bad. Alabama looked bad. <laughs> Georgia looks pretty bad. That's true. Yeah, because um, I don't think South Carolina is very good. Yeah, I I kind of um, thought like, oh, maybe South Carolina had finally put it together. No, it was an ugly win and an ugly loss. For our both teams. our friend Carter Bond. Who is a host of the Carter Cast? Carter Cast, yeah. Yeah, he told me yesterday that he believes Nick Saban played Ty Simpson and Tyler Buckner and not Jalen Milrow. Did you, I don't think Jalen Milrow ever came in. I don't think he did. Um, but he's starting this Saturday apparently because he is their best option. Yeah. Um, and I think his uh, Carter's opinion was he was going to put in these other quarterbacks so they could be bad, so he could be like, see, like. <laughs> This is the best we've got yeah. in Jalen Miller. But, yeah, it, they're they're not that good. They're not – I don't think they're bad. Like, I think they're better than they played Saturday. But, like, this isn't the same Bama. We know that. We've we've discussed that. Yeah. So. Uh, but, it, again, just reiterating that point there. Um, 
Sorry, you were reiterating that same point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pac-12. Could it? This might be a hot take. Is the Pac-12 overall the best football conference right yes. now? And I, I, and I don't really think it's. I hate saying that. Yeah. No, I'm, I think you're. I think you're right. It's fun to hate the Pac-12. Like I respect it. Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate, really, that it's happening now. I mean, such a prestigious conference, you know. Um, prejudice in its own way against certain schools for yeah. being, you know, religious and whatnot. But they have like, a great future. They have a great future. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm looking forward to these last like three months. That's that's what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> but yeah, they look really good. Yeah. Uh, well, let's. All right, we are. We all Tennessee. Oh, oh, I was, was going to. Were you still talking? Beyond? I was going to go back to. Then we'll go Florida, Tennessee. And then okay. We'll, then we'll, okay. We'll wrap okay. up there. I was, Sorry, I, was I just, just wanted to make sure. We you, did. you are just antsy today, Ben. I am antsy. You know, big booty Ben might have to take over <laughs> full time. Your, full time. Yeah. If, if this antsiness is going to keep up. Okay. Right? Fair enough. Oh, Fair I was enough. just, I was just kind of thinking out loud as far as rankings because we all knew USC, Washington, Oregon, and Utah were good. We all knew they were good. Uh, I think it's safe to say that we were all pretty surprised to see Colorado as good as they are right now. Yeah. Um, again, not great. But good. But they're good. And they're, compared to last year, very good. Washington State category. Remember yeah. we like, talked about that. Washington State has made mm-hmm. made an entrance last week, and they continue to do so. Oregon State. Trying to UCLA is pretty good. UCLA is actually pretty decent. Yeah. I mean, that's eight. Yeah, yeah. Right, so I'm, I'm even trying to think. I mean, Cal, didn't they? They're okay. I mean, they hung in there with Auburn, or did they beat Auburn? I'm trying to they remember. hung in there. They, they hung in win, there with but, Auburn. Uh, well, like no one really thought that. I mean, we kind of we all know Auburn isn't quite Auburn. Um, still an SEC team. Still an SEC team. Still yeah. big name. And then, well, compared to Cal, has not been relevant in football since 2007. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, uh, yeah, that's at what even are they? I mean, Arizona, Arizona State, Stanford. Yeah, Arizona's Arizona's okay. I put them in the Cal category. Arizona State's not good. I think they're the second worst team in the conference with uh, with sole last place being the Stanford Cardinal. Stanford Cardinal, but yes, they're bad. But I think it's I, I think that's it's fun. I'm glad I'm glad uh, Pac-12 and, and West Coast football is becoming. A lot, a lot better. It's more fun for us who are living out west currently. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, yeah, we'll move on to Florida, Tennessee. I was actually kind of shocked that Florida handled Tennessee. Not like, not really in the sense of, oh, like there's no way Florida can win. Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Florida wins. Okay. Florida handled them. Yeah, yeah. Handled them. Yeah. And I mean, it seems like they've. I know Tennessee's not Utah, mm-hmm. but they've. Florida has seemed to have taken big strides in since week one against Utah. I will see. I think Tennessee stinks. It looked like Tennessee didn't really want to win the game. Yeah, that that's that was my vibe that I got from from watching. But I I think my my vibe on Tennessee is that they were a one hit wonder. And we just assumed that that would carry over. Um, and they're missing the top, you know, Jalen Hyatt, who's really good. Hendon Hooker. Who's the other receiver? Tillman. Cedric Tillman. 
Like, those guys made Tennessee what they were last year. They might be good in the future because they recruit well. I think Josh Heupel's a good coach. But I don't think they're as good this year. And I'm just not uh, – Joe Milton doesn't do it for me. Well, he's not Hendon Hooker. Hendon Hooker. Yeah. And we've talked about this already previously. Joe Joe Milton's Walmart Anthony Richardson. Walmart Anthony Richardson. And Hendon Hooker arguably was the best quarterback last year. Yeah. And then he got injured. And then you could still make an argument like, oh, well, no. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I think it's – the SEC – Really has not impressed me these first few weeks. So, well, and, and honestly, I feel like that's a good thing. Um, it's refreshing to see. It is. To see Alabama maybe not as good. Our LSU, not quite what we thought they were. Tennessee, well, again, Georgia is at, definitely, they're at their most vulnerable they've been at these past few years. A few years. Clemson, even like kind of these main powerhouses. Mm-hmm. USC has always been in the picture, but they haven't taken that, gotten over that hill of like getting to the college playoff and actually competing. It's very, very realistic. It's not even like a oh, make it, like you you watch them play. You're like, oh, okay. Penn State, Ohio State. I, mean, I, I probably wouldn't even say Ohio State. Are we talking about good ones? I'm just talking about now. I'm just talking about good teams at Notre Dame. Notre Dame had a very good chance. Texas now, Florida State, Florida State. I still, I'm it's still powers, but ones that haven't been elite, elite. Yeah, in a, in a little bit. Exactly. So, so it's been it's been fun. It's been good. Yeah, um, chaotic. One might even say chaotic. Yeah, one might say that. And then it's going to turn from chaotic to cannibalistic. In the Pac-12. Once, especially the Pac-12. But yeah. once we get into conference play, um, yeah. it'll be oh, wouldn't very... That, wouldn't that be funny? When a Pac-12 cannibalizes themselves <laughs> out of the playoff again. <laughs> I almost think that's impossible this year. I think someone's going to rise out of that. There's but battles. they're all so good. Yeah. I mean, again, Ohio State doesn't really impress me. Their quarterback situation is iffy at best. I think it's McCord now has taken it. But I agree. It's like, is this guy Stroud or Justin like the, Fields? Probably not. Right. They, but it, and they have the weapons offensively. It's just quarterback. Mm-hmm. Defense is a little. It's always been iffy. It's just yeah, just yeah. iffy. Michigan. I feel like they haven't really been tested. I just don't think like I think like with Michigan, you just slap a like to be determined. We don't even know because yeah. they just haven't played anyone. And like I'm not gonna like when a team like that plays no one. I'm not going to be like judge them too harshly for not beating someone that bad because like I'm like they don't really care. Jim Harbaugh's not there. Their season, in my eyes, Michigan season hasn't started yet. Yeah, that's fair. So, all right. I think it's time. I think it's time. All right, we'll start with Big Booty. Oh no, what? Big Booty. No, it's not going to be like a trick question. No, no, no. (laughs) Who won the Heisman Trophy in 1999? Oh, dear Lord. Uh, <laughs> they answered Ron Dane, running back of Wisconsin. That was my – you you, you, you cut me off. I did. I've never right heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, all right, BYU-Arkansas, obviously big win. What are your immediate thoughts? Um, My immediate thought is when are we uh, when are we shaving your head? That That is my thought right Ooh. there. Is this – has has the audio been inserted 
already, or am I going to insert it now at this part of the show? Um, we'll do it before. Okay. So before. That's my bad. That's my bad. No, that's no, on me? no, that's on me? sorry. No, I, I, I just asked you a question about the game, and you just made it not about the game. Sorry. That's okay. Fine. You want me to answer the question about the game? I answered the question about the game. I thought that BYU was very opportunistic. I feel like they had a lot of opportunities where the defense like stopped them, uh, stopped Arkansas mm-hmm. on like four and one. You know, they got an interception, and like immediately right after that, BYU's offense turns around and scores. And I think that's something that is very exciting, and something that I think shows that like this team's growing and going in the right direction, you know. I I absolutely agree. I was very pleasantly surprised, especially at the way that they just answered the bell going down 14 nothing really quick because mm-hmm. uh me and Tyler were watching the game together and we're like, "Oh, brother. <laughs> That's this is going to get ugly and it's going to get ugly fast." Especially because I will say the first 2 weeks against cupcake opponents, uh BYU wasn't necessarily I don't know. They didn't impress me. I, I had like my expectations. I, I would say were pretty uh, realistic, but moderate of like six, seven wins this year, um, which would be a better team than last year, mm-hmm. especially with the Big Twelve schedule. But I, I thought uh, my main takeaway was even though it was a shootout, me and uh, Tyler talked about this. There was a tweet. I don't know who to credit. It was a BYU fan who said, "I've never been in like a thirty-one thirty-one game." where I felt better about the defense and not as great about the offense mm-hmm. in a shootout. And I thought that was weirdly relatable. I don't know what you guys thought overall. but Well, let's think about it. Defense gave up 24 points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the other touchdown was a punt return, which was a pretty sick punt return. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a BYU fan, that was really frustrating to watch, but it was a sick punt return. Because um, punt returns never happen. Um and the first touchdown of the game was early, like fourth play maybe, like 55-yard run. So kind of like some anomaly. Um, BYU, I think they gave up seven points in the second half. That's it? Yeah. Um, pretty early in the second half too that they got the 31, right? It was 31-21? Uh, yeah. yeah, it was 31-21. Yeah, yeah. Um, defense. There were times where we didn't even blitz. We just had our D tackles and D ends rush, just four, just straight up, and we were able to get sacks. Mm-hmm. All right, they could not protect KJ Jefferson without holding or letting up a sack. Mm-hmm. Um, our our defensive play calling is a breath of fresh air. Um, and again it's like it's just so nice to see different creative blitzing and formations or different guys stepping up we're actually making tackles Uh, granted there was a couple times where KJ Jefferson did escape Um, but that's just going to happen I think that's just going to happen right? Um, but our tackling is much better discipline is much better Mm -hmm. scheming is much better yeah and BYU keeps their cool. Yeah. I, I'll say it. they kept their cool mm-hmm. this past game, which really helped. Yeah. I think specifically with the defense, I think the scheme has definitely helped. Like you're already seeing like the new defensive coaching staff and their philosophy being beneficial. But not only that, but I think 
they have just gotten more out of these players. Like, just the tackling is is like the best. It was it was incredible. Like, because this team could not tackle yeah. last year. That that's the thing that stands out to me. Which is anything is like I think the you know execution has gotten better, but like in terms of schematics, but I just think tackling is just a whole lot better. Like that Eddie Hecker tackle, like at the beginning of the fourth quarter. That was the play of the game in my eyes. Uh, same. And that includes a one-handed catch that was number one on Sports Center Top Ten. <laughs> like I put that number two to that. Be, be, that just, was the, just, that was just, so just for context of the game and context of the BYU was it defense. Third down? It was third down because it was maybe third and like five or something. I, I want to say so, and he lost like two yards. And he lost a couple of yards, and then they doinked the field goal try. Oh, yeah. Do you remember which one we're talking about? Yeah, tackle? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was like you – it's one of those things that I think you take for granted mm-hmm. because you watch that, and 95% of the time, a guy like Eddie Hecker, if he's just anybody else, just – dives at the guy's feet and the guy sidesteps him and he grabs his leg but he shakes him and gets a first down right and runs out of bounds but he didn't let that happen it was just he is the best corner that i've seen BYU have in a long time yeah he, he impresses me he, a lot i want him to be more consistent because the first three quarters there was a couple times he had a couple missed tackles Blown coverages here and there. I mean, kind of simple defensive things, but fourth quarter he was amazing. Yeah, he was. He was. He was. He was, he was. I would get. I would say him and Keaton Slowis were MVPs of the fourth of the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, that fourth quarter was amazing. So it's like if he can just keep up that level of play, yeah, all four quarters, mm-hmm. and that's and that's an issue BYU has BYU really struggles with a couple things just in general I think it's specifically Kalani they some, they re- come out very sluggish yeah. almost all the time very rarely BYU comes out swinging yeah especially in big games yeah beginning of first half and beginning of second half mm-hmm. we've Arkansas game is exhibit A two I'm really scared for this Kansas game coming up this week because BYU again Whenever we have a really big win, mm-hmm. yeah. and now we got to go on the road again. Mm-hmm. Oregon last year, um, actually, basically every game last year, or Baylor, <laughs> Baylor, Baylor the year before. Yeah. Um, at Baylor, granted, like, was Oregon the better team? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was Baylor the better team? Yeah. yeah. Um, is Kansas the better team? Most likely, but I'm not going to, like, I think this game's a lot more winnable than the, say, like, Baylor two years ago and Oregon last year. I agree. Um, but there, there's just like this culture or mindset, and I wish, and I think that kind of played a little bit into it with Eddie Hackard. Um Well, I, I also think like sometimes like you're just going to get, sometimes you're going to make the play and sometimes you won't against good competition when you're playing like an SEC team. In the SEC, like... He also had a couple. I, I want to say he had one kind of bad penalty that was just like, yeah, like it wasn't like, yeah, kind of undisciplined. He overall still had a great game. But fourth um, quarter was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we've talked, and also defense. Like, there's plenty of time, especially in the second half, where we're dropping most guys back into coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think the linebackers are far better than they were last year. Well, the secondary, the secondary strikes me as like the the strength of this team, weirdly enough. Like, or not, sorry, not the secondary as a whole, the corners. 
Yeah, okay. Yeah, 100%. I, was say, I, was say, I said secondary, and then I looked at the it. secondary is yeah. probably the, the weakest part of the defense. I th- as a whole, I think the corners might be the strongest. Yeah, the corners are strong. Excuse me, safeties. Safeties yeah, yeah, as a, yeah. safeties are the yeah, weakest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the corners carry so yeah. well yeah. and so good that probably lifts yeah. up. The D line has been amazing this year. Tyler yeah. Batty has been so good. I was gonna say Craven, like, a decent Nelson, amount of time. They're not doing anything Bob crazy. Our, our, our linebacker, man, yeah, our linebackers are really solid. Um, the I just line, love Jay Hill. The defensive <laughs> line. The defensive line. Well, what stuck uh, like stuck out to me about the defensive line is that it's not just like, oh, well, we're just sending a bunch of guys all the time. Like, we are sometimes, which we didn't do under Tuiaki. Um, but, like, this time when we're doing it, like, we're able to get home with three, four guys. Yeah. Not all the time, but a lot of the time. And that's big. Well, against SEC linemen. Yes, and, and like, I don't look at SEC this. SEC quarterback who's, what, his fourth year? Like, he's yeah, been around this like is a, this, a is not, this is not, like, a good... Like, this isn't a high-level – there's not – it's not a very talented defense. They got grit and they got heart. But, yeah, like, they're just – They got coach. They got coach Hill. I'm not saying that to be degrading. My point, though, is that I think you can just expect to see this get better and better and better over time, over years, in which Jay Hill's here. Because once he gets his level of talent as a good of a recruiter as he is now – yeah. All right. Should we talk right. offense? We'll talk offense. Oh, yeah. Big Booty, why don't start us Yeah, off. start us off with offense. Um, uh, Chase Roberts, man. I mean, like, that was a pretty mm-hmm. – like, at the like in the first half, he had that fumble, right? And then, yeah, yeah. like, Arkansas, go, Arkansas goes down. They kick a field goal. They go up 24 to 21, right? Mm-hmm. Then comes back in the in the second half, has a game-winning catch, yeah. top, top plan sports center. Like, crazy. I yeah. think that is – that's crazy. I will say this. I think I don't know. Like, what's what's up with like our O line and our run game? Like, yeah, that's that's a big problem right there. Yeah, I, I can't I agree. agree with you anymore. <laughs> like, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, that's the Achilles heel. The which, weirdly enough, I thought I, I bought into the offensive line hype of oh, this actually might be the best offensive line we've had. Yeah. Um, right guard in time. Excuse least. me. Excuse me. Right tackle, Etienne mm-hmm. has a uh, PFF rating. So like thirty. Power football. Pro football focus. Pro football focus. They do like me. grades of individual players during games. So, so. Um, our our everyone in the offensive line has like mid sixties. Yeah. Our right tackle. Kingsley, I don't know. Kingsley's like who who Sui Mataia is supposed to be projected first round yeah. guy. Um, it, it wasn't super great. It was like mid sixties. I still so. felt like he was pretty good though. He he had some good plays, and it was funny if you go back and watch the highlights of some of the touchdowns, and the announcers are just like, "Look at this block!" And it's just like him putting like one arm out. Like it could have been like. Ryan Rico or punter in that same position and the same exact result would have happened. It was just because it was Kingsley. Yeah. Um, and I think so you're, ta- you're talking Caleb Etienne. Sorry, I was, I I, I was talking Caleb Etienne. Yeah, sorry. But I think we can give Kingsley – we most certainly can give him, give him some him grace. Some props. Mm-hmm. some props and some yeah. grace because he's playing left tackle now. All last year he was right tackle. Yeah. So now – 
Yeah, Caleb Etienne had, I believe it was 42, was his rating. Yeah. Um, he And we actually took him I, out. I think that was higher than it's been. Yeah. <laughs> it, I'm pretty sure he was like a 29 or something, if I'm not mistaken. He is 6'8", 350 pounds. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to move. <laughs> he just needs to – well, actually – oh, yeah. Well, that's actually – well, he, he, he doesn't move. He doesn't move. <laughs> no. Dude, that's the biggest issue I've seen with him. Is that like it feels like he would just come out of his stance and just stand there, <laughs> and someone would just run by him, or he would run by the guy who was supposed to block. <laughs> he it's, took him out a decent amount of time. He was in some, like he was in and out, but like you could obviously tell they were they they know he's an issue. Yeah, well, which is good. I'm glad they know. Yeah. Glad they know. Um, yeah, but I'm okay. Wide receivers stepped up when we needed them, yeah. but there was also times when we needed them and they didn't. Yeah. Particularly early on in the game. Mm-hmm. Really the only, our only weapons offensively. Um Isaac I, Rex. Isaac Rex and Parker Kingston. Yeah, the the wide receivers that like it felt like stepped up were not the ones I was expecting to step up. Keanu Hill, nowhere yeah. to be found. Cody Apps, Cody Apps nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be could found. You, could you um, injured still same with Keanu Hill. Who knows? Um, uh, yeah, I was going to say that kind maybe of, you could spin this to a positive. That you won that game with your wide receiver, like your best wide receiver sort of being non-existent. We do love to, like, have our top two wide receivers be non-existent coming <laughs> in each year. year. Like last year. Yeah. Um, so, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give, like, those guys some grace as well. As long, like, you know what I mean? We've seen those guys perform. Before and, yeah. and and you would kind of hope to see more production from Chase Roberts as well. Yeah, obviously, like Big Booty Ben here said, <sighs> great one-handed catch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very clutch situation. Mm-hmm. The MV- and LJ Martin had that oh really my, big run. Oh my gosh! Right. But again, he only was able to rush for seventy something yards. I sure. Yeah, and I'm not sure if I put. It's As not, we've said, I don't think that's yeah, it. It's, yeah, it's not um, a him thing. Or I, I was going to say, or maybe the other running backs, but... Uh, I think I think there there seems to be, based off of how the coaches have been treating playing time, because they're going to understand the schematics of run blocking and hitting the holes and run schemes better than we are. What are you talking about? Are you saying that we're not experts in this field? I, I am saying that. I, I want you to know that I played football as a fourth grader for one year <laughs> not only was i that i was an offensive lineman okay so yeah, fair i enough. i know nothing about it so I, continue <laughs> okay i will because you don't no i'm just playing but like i think they obviously thought that there was some fault on both hence aiden robbins and Dion smith limited roles mm-hmm. and an increased role in lj martin and i my guess is that they put an lj martin thinking he has like the best shot of finding something with our offensive line not really being like I in the offensive line offensive line there's a lot of new pieces there yeah. playing different new positions um so like I think it could click at some point that's saying where like continuity is needed so like I think they could get going over the course of the season but I, I would like to see us give Aiden Robbins and Deion Smith shots going forward but i, mean, I understood had, that you had to do what you had to do lj martin's the guy who's going to help you win so Aiden robbins didn't even get a carry this this entire no and Dion smith i think he had just that, had the flea flicker touchdown catch and i 
don't think maybe he got a carry or two. Yeah, otherwise. I think I think, I think he got a it. few snaps. Um, that was it though. Like whether whether he ran the ball or just was run block or yeah, yeah. pass blocking or something yeah. protection. Yeah. Um. I by the way I love that. I love that aspect of Kalani and Aaron Roderick where it's like you know what we need momentum nothing's really working right now let's try this trick play that it always just seems to work. Yeah, like the yeah. fake. Fake field goal, yeah. On offense, when it comes <laughs> special special team, you mean, the, you mean the intentional delay of game? Yeah, that was such a smart <laughs> move. By, who was that? Ryan Rico, the, the holder or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, there's a giant hole <laughs> that he just <laughs> doesn't go in. He runs right <laughs> so into Mark Sanchez but, straight up the guy's yeah, butt. I I actually think he can make that. I actually think that fake punt works <laughs> if he runs up like, the right like, hole. I can. That's sort of a, a like. It's great if you succeed, but we'll we'll call you an idiot if you don't. So yeah. I like them trying, but the Parker Kingston Parker Kingston as a whole was just awesome. He yeah. was awesome, uh, to, but like I said before, MVP of the offense was definitely Keaton Slovis. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just steady. He's steady. He is gritty. That yeah. last drive, mm-hmm. like he's able to stay in the pocket, step up in the pocket. Mm-hmm. There's a third. There's two critical third downs when we were driving and we eventually got the Chase Roberts one-handed touchdown. Yeah. Um, one was a little pass to Parker Kingston who ended up weaving, squirmishing his way to a first down. Like, yeah. And it was like a third and eight later. Keen Slovis takes it himself and just barely gets the first down. Just He's just like, he's like, I'm going to do whatever it takes to win. Yeah. I'm going to do what it takes to win. And I love that. And he's a leader. Like the guys obviously look up to him. And he's like, I'm a cougar for life. After he's a the cougar game. for he's life. He's just very much embraced the whole BYU thing with like the elder nicknames with like Cody <laughs> Epps and stuff. Like I just think like he's just awesome. And, Not only just for this year, but I think he is a great like like win a couple places journeyman quarterback who used to be super talented had issues at pitch. he has cambridge and succeeded yeah. and love, love seemingly loves it here mm-hmm. i think that's great going forward if we're trying to do the same thing looking in the portal for quarterbacks yeah. it's so. just it's just very i i just feel like well, first of all, I, I just love Keaton Slovis. Yeah. Like, it's I nice think to just feel like with BYU, we never have to like worry about quarterback. Let's knock on wood. We did suffer with we did suffer with Riley Nelson for a bit. Yeah, who, I know. Who, I, who, who should have been a running back? Aaron, been, Aaron Roderick. Yeah, with with Aaron Roderick, it's different. Yeah, Riley Nelson would have been a great running back. Um, but anyway, sorry. Uh, no, I was just gonna say I think Keaton Slovis has every excuse to kind of not buy into yeah. the culture and his role and his leadership. Mm-hmm. But and I think it takes a lot of humility to do so and it's paying off mm-hmm. so far. And I think like you like you said, he says he's a cougar for life. I, I love that. Um I've I've got a player comp for him. Which is Jared Goff. Hmm. Ooh. He reminds me of Jared Goff, sort of just a pocket passer, not super mobile. Keen Slovis is a little more mobile, but I just make that comparison just because I think like, kind of got cast off from his previous place a little bit. Mm-hmm. Low on confidence. Found a new situation where the coaching staff believed in him. Is succeeding. Is a guy where I think Keaton Slovis, he is not someone who would be successful if the rest of the team kind of stunk. 
But if you get like good pass protection, a decent running game, which we don't really have, but decent wide receivers who didn't really do that. So maybe my point's a little more flawed. But like you get his confidence up, you get things around him working a little better, put him in a good situation, he is more than serviceable. You know what I mean? Like I think if things were to just unravel, I don't think he saves us. But he's good, and I don't mean that as a criticism. It's just that's where I see golf vibes. Also, I'm a Lions fan, so that's, of course, why I found that. And Slovis, I felt like, I mean, he has some incompletions that should have been completions. We had wide receiver maybe four Mm. drops. He missed a couple, too. I mean, that's going to happen. Naturally. That's going to happen. Yeah, Yeah, there's a couple couple throws that were just incomplete. A couple throws that were maybe just like, ooh, like, that was – like we got away with one or like just like a bad throw or like man he should have hit that guy sure. but i feel like for the most part he puts the ball exactly where it needs to be like if our receivers can't get separation he's going to give them still a chance mm-hmm. while getting it away from the defender i just think he he was composed the whole game um i feel like also awesome. like if you look at like the breakdown of his completions throughout mm-hmm. the game, like in the first quarter he missed, I think it was like three for ten or something like that, and then like in the rest of the game he was, I don't know, he had like a fifty percent completion over the total thing, so it was much higher in quarters two, three, and four. And so the ability to adjust, I mean, just shows like his maturity and like that's that's what you want to have at quarterback. So I feel like Keenan Slovis is a is good to have here at BYU. Wow. That, that's my official opinion right there. And I think. It's just nice to see BYU compete against a very talented team in Arkansas mm-hmm. after two teams who Sam Houston State and Southern Utah cupcakes. Are... <laughs> That's what we would thought. Yes. That we would have thought, but um, just but just an awesome game. Fans seem to show up. Yeah. Um, and this is. I don't think it's a bad loss for Arkansas mm-hmm. at all. Um, I think, and I think it might, might actually be helpful for Arkansas um, moving forward. Uh, and they'll eventually get their starting running back back. But even their other their backup running back did very well against us. Mm-hmm. So um, lots of highlights and the negatives. The fact that we we're still able to win with some of the negatives. Mm-hmm was huge. And they improved a little bit. Yeah. Like, the running game was a little better. Yeah. You know, like, I think, and I think they'll continue to improve. And the, we're not going to come across a defensive line like Arkansas, except Texas. Yeah, maybe Oklahoma. Maybe too. Oklahoma. So, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just, again, the fact that we've, the fact that there's, like, no difference between, like, Sam Houston State defensive line and like Arkansas defensive line as far as as far as like our uh run game mm-hmm. schemes and and sets go it's kind yeah. of just interesting and weird but yeah, yeah. I do have a question for both yeah. of you guys mm-hmm. ask ask away does this win change your perspective on the rest of the season I know that you guys I thought Listening to you, like your preview show, you guys were like around six and six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the beginning, for like BYU this season, mm-hmm. does that win total go up, or are we still going bowling? Are we going to a better Wait, bowl? I, I, I'm ho- I'm obviously hopeful, right? But it's very, it's very, very small chance we go to New Year's Six. Like that's that's 
Oh, well, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Well, yeah. Goodness gracious. No, I think oh, he meant, I'm oh, talking like Cheez-Its, no, no, no. boy. Oh, okay. he, meant, he meant in comparison to, like, our preseason predictions oh, of, like, winning oh, six okay. or seven I games. was like... So, like, yeah. where are you with that? Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. I, will, I, well, I still stand by that. Status but, quo, lower, higher. I, I would say... I would say I'm confident. Mm-hmm. Um, I, w- I would say it goes up one win. Like, I, I think that was a steal of a win. But I mm-hmm. still think... Um, it, it's so early. Yeah. Um, this Kansas game will be very telling. Mm-hmm. Um, and it very much depends on our health uh, if our guys can stay healthy. Assuming they stay healthy, I think we can win seven games. I think that was my prediction actually initially. Yeah, yeah. So I'll go eight. Okay. Um, because again, I don't think we. I don't think we again talked about this. I don't think TCU is as good as we thought. Yeah. Texas Tech. I don't think they're as good as we thought. Um, and some of the teams that are bad are really bad. <laughs> Iowa, Iowa State, State, we should kill them. Cincinnati, we should kill them. West Virginia. ESPN gave West Virginia is a little better. Yeah, but so that's not ESPN easy. gave BYU a forty-five percent chance of winning, aka Cincinnati having a fifty-five percent chance of winning. Yeah, like, that's what? Not, no. Yeah, I know it's ridiculous. Yeah, no, that's crazy. But I say I say it goes up one, but there's still lots to be said. I, I I was like a six and six, seven and six, Ooh. including the bowl game kind of guy. Um, so I've sort of maybe gone up one game because this is not one I expected them to have. Sure. I don't think things drastically change, but I feel more confident in what I thought, which was mildly optimistic. Um, and I think that there's maybe a higher ceiling mm-hmm. than I originally thought. Yeah. Um, just because Slovis has, has been as good as I thought. And just the defense was the big question when we were talking about all this stuff preseason. Um, and I like where we're at there. And I've, I've always stood, uh, we'll wrap this up, but just that I feel more confident. Coming out of Sam Houston, my, my like um, optimistic view was, look, I feel far more confident we can fix offensive things on the fly than defensive. And I still feel that way. And I think there were strides offensively, for sure. All right. Anyway, and closing thoughts from Big Booty Ben. Um, BYU going to the national championship. That's, you heard it here. That's that's what I think. I you mean, heard it here, September nineteenth, twenty twenty three. Hey, Ben Fogg. Just know that's what's going on. So, <laughs> there you go. No, but Ben, thanks for coming on. I will. We'll definitely have you on uh, again soon um, to discuss. I'm sure we'll have more to discuss as. As things unfold, but this Arkansas that was an awesome win. That was amazing. That was an awesome win. If you haven't seen it, go check out highlights. Uh, it was a fun for both teams, I think. Um, yeah. um, fun highlights, good highlights, up and down roller coaster of a game. Uh, catch us later this week on our picks. predictions and this picks. This is a fun week to do. On. Have you seen them? I've seen the slate. It's just loaded. I've seen the slate, so. Um, we'll do one more slow clap. Round of applause for Big Booty Ben. Give yourself a clap. I'm supposed to be clapping. For yeah, myself. you can clap for yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We sustain for ourselves, so we got to clap yeah, for ourselves. Yeah. But we clap Anyways. for ourselves constantly. Yes. <laughs> All right. Until next time, guys. This has been BAT Talk College Sports. If you haven't already. Please follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you may be listening. Thanks again, and until next time.